When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Masterful run by the pair. That's another medal confirmed. Australia will take a team medal at these games. The colour is just to be decided. They will mean that France cannot hope for gold. Could Australia have golden dreams here? The problem is that Great Britain have such an enormous margin. Well, it's been a remarkable games for Australia in all areas. Of course, the pool, we were dominant. We're doing okay on the track. And then some of the rowing, of course, we picked up some gold. But I think a lot of our attention yesterday was on a question and the remarkable journey that continues for Andrew Hoy in equestrian. The 62-year-old has picked up a couple of medals yesterday, a bronze and a silver and his remarkable run in the games continues. And he's been kind enough to join us on SENWA's coverage of the games. Andrew, congratulations. It just keeps on rolling on. Yes, I was um, told just a few days ago that 60 is the new 20. <laughs> it does make you the oldest medalist uh, for Australia, and that was surpassing Bill Roycroft, of course, a, a name synonymous to equestrian. He was 61 when he won a, his last medal. Um, was, that a, was that a motivation at all? Well, it's interesting that you give me that uh, that information because I thought um, when, uh, when Bill won, I, I actually didn't see it at the time, but... Uh, I knew that he was old, and I thought, well, God, like, he's nearly past it, isn't he? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of young people thinking, well, this guy's past it. What's he doing out there? So, but I've got a remarkable horse in Vasily de la Sauce, just an extraordinarily good support team. It starts from the very top, which is the Australian Olympic Committee. Then it's our high-performance team from Equestrian Australia, and... Um, the owners of Vasily de la Sauce, who are um, a couple that live in the United Kingdom, David and Paula Evans, like they are just unbelievably good to um, give me the opportunity to ride Vasily. And it's a horse that I found for them about um, five years ago now, four years ago. And um, it was, uh, it's something, this is their first horse that they've ever had in eventing. And for them to come away with a, um, a silver medal from the team competition and an individual bronze, like they are jumping up and down with excitement in the United Kingdom because um, they were not here due to um, it being behind closed doors. Andrew Hoy, our guest, picking up a team silver and an individual bronze. Uh, just talk about the horse and the process, if you can, for those who aren't across it. Obviously, uh, what's the quarantining for all the horses to get to Tokyo? And, and what's the age? I read somewhere the horses have to be a certain age and above before they can compete. Yes, well, the, 
to start with the the quarantine um, regulations, we did a um, pre-quarantine um, departure, which was a 10-day quarantine. We did that in the United Kingdom, uh, where Christopher Burton has um, the the property. He's got a very good sponsor. He's got the most beautiful property in the United Kingdom, and so that that was very um, very good um, preparation before departure. We had our coaches there with us um then we actually drove the horses from the united kingdom out to liege in belgium for them to fly to to tokyo um like all of the european horses flew out of liege and they arrived here about uh seven days before the competition so that was that was excellent the um the facilities at the equestrian park um where we were it is seven star facilities for the horses and accommodation for them like just absolutely extraordinary the horses are in the most beautiful air conditioned stables and so they were not in the in the heat and the humidity that can come here um but i have to say these olympics they were not hot they were they've been um, i've been at olympics where it's been much warmer and and higher humidity You've been at many Olympics, Andrew Hoy, and let's take you back to LA. Um, how has the sport changed? How has the disciplines changed? How have the horses changed? And, and how have you changed? <laughs> well, I've changed by about 42 years. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I've actually grown into my hairpiece in that period of time. When I went to... Um, to Los Angeles, I had zero knowledge, zero experience at Olympic level, and so I didn't know what to what to expect. Um, coming into Tokyo, I was here in 2019 for um, a test event that they had, so I got a feeling of the of the cross country venue, which was just phenomenal. The way the sport has changed is it is a much faster, way more dynamic sport now. Um, as an athlete and as a, as a horse, uh, we both have to think much quicker than we did in, um, in earlier times. There is not the endurance, um, of prolonged endurance, for instance, if you put it into athletic terms, we don't run a marathon now. We, we run uh, uh, 10,000 metres but with much more happening in that period of time. And so um, it's it's been fascinating for me as an athlete to be able to go through this period. Uh, like I think anyone in sport, we, we get used to rules and regulations and then those rules change and you think, well, why are they changing? I'm like, this is just crazy. But I've, I've given up thinking about rule changes. If there are rule changes, I just find a way to make sure that I stay within the rules and the regulations. And, um, Vasily Delassos, as opposed to the horse that I rode in um, uh, in Atlanta, um, I rode my pony club horse in Atlanta, a horse called Davy that took me to basically two Olympic Games, two World Championships, and um, was very successful on the international stage. He was a horse that was um, you would need a lot of stamina. He was an Australian thoroughbred. Now the Vasily Delassos. Um, I wouldn't say he's quicker thinking than, than Davey um, was, but um, he has to um, 
the, the way the sport is changed, the, the horses have to be very quick thinking. He's um, he's got wonderful um, attention to detail, uh, probably a little bit like myself. Like he he really thinks about what he has to do. Um, he's very easy for me to ride in the fact that I just use the same bit and combination um, of bridle um, that I use in the dressage cross country and show jumping phase like in in other situations sometimes people change the equipment um, because with um, so much speed to give you an example of the speed that we have to do we have to average a speed of uh, 570 meters per minute, which can um, it breaks down to 9.5 meters per second. Um, <laughs> and when you're doing jumping efforts, um, there are times when you're traveling at 700 meters a minute um, to make up times where you have to slow down. Uh, 700 meters uh, works out around 11 meters per second. So you've got to be thinking quickly. Oh, no doubt. Andrew Hoy, our guest, who's picking up two medals uh, yesterday in the equestrian, of course, a 62-year-old. Now, I have seen it, I have heard it, and I don't believe it that you are looking to Brisbane. Well, when um, Brisbane um, was successful in, in winning their bid, it, it was just um, something that I thought, well, wouldn't that be very special? The last time I won two medals at an Olympic Games was Sydney 21 years ago. And so um, to be sitting here in Tokyo talking Mm. with you, this is um, very special for me. Um, The thing was, Sydney was um, gold uh, in the team competition and um, individual silver. Now it's team silver, individual bronze. So I hope I'm not on the way out. I I definitely want to stay there. Just talk about the longevity in it. I mean, what do you do as an individual? It's all very well to have the horse and the team around you, but what about your mental state, uh, your physical state, uh, as we've spoken about, your your acceptance of change, the way that the sport has got quicker, um, and obviously the, I don't know if the jumps have got higher or the courses, as you said, the courses have probably got smaller in a strange way, but it's it seems as though it's a more intense competition now. How have you had to adjust, and how do you think you will be come Brisbane? Look, it's, yes, it is. It is more intense. Like some of the fences, I think um, are higher. Like the show jumping, it's it's more difficult than it was in in former times. Um, so the show jumping has been has become more more dis- difficult, more more testing um, for me mentally. While I continue to do this on a daily basis and um, ride on the international level. It, it keeps me very, very good and sharp in the mind. Um, my wife, Stephanie, she's just absolutely fantastic at, um, at um, being supportive in, in the right ways. And um, also with, um, with coaching and management, we have way more opportunity these days to be um to be able to have everything that we actually need whereas years ago um there there wasn't the sports science i'm i'm just fascinated with the sports science in our sport now and and when i started at, at olympic at olympic games in 1984 there there wasn't anything 
like sports science and mm. biomechanics and and how can we work with the horses that it makes it easier for them to perform and better with them performing and I just love working with the horses. The thing is, people have said to me, Andrew, you've got most wonderful horses in your stable. And I said, yes, I do. But there's not one horse in my stable that knows what I've done with my life. And mm. so that's where it's very leveling for me. And, and the horses keep you on a very level playing field because you 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 only get back what you give to the horse. No doubt. Last couple for you, may I ask. So the, So the comment about... Brisbane, it's not a flippant comment. It's not one because you're in the zone of having won a couple of medals. You genuinely have a focus on being at the top of your game still come Brisbane. Look, yeah, and for sure, time time will will um, will tell. But um, if I've got the horsepower and I'm I'm right, I'm sure I can do it. Shane and Kevin, your teammates, obviously you can't win medals without the, being the team. They had, I think, 10th and uh, just a little couple of spots past that as in the individual. But as a team, you pick up a medal. That is a wonderful achievement. Just tell us about that combination. Look, Shane, um, it was absolutely fantastic. His um, his performance all the all the way through. He's um, he's totally driven. He he really wants to make it happen. Kevin came in at the last minute because of Stuart Tinney's horse um, um, getting a, a very tight muscle and so wasn't able to um, to compete. So uh, Kevin came in last minute into the into the team, and so. Really disappointing for Stuart. Absolutely fantastic for Kevin. He um, performed incredibly well. First Olympic Games, a silver medal. And um, as a team, we won a silver medal, um, um, which was fantastic. Shane, personally, after the medal ceremony... He put in a gold medal performance, and so on his own. He's, he's a little quieter this morning, so um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> so uh, it's it's wonderful to see yeah. how everyone enjoys the moment. And and look, we all, every athlete and every official here, every team member work incredibly hard, and we had a 13-minute performance. And we've spent years working for it. And um, when they when they celebrate, it's important that they put in a gold medal performance. 100%. Andrew Hoyer, last question. Where do you go from now as we let you go? What happens now with Andrew Hoyer and your swag of medals? And when do you get home? And what's the process? Well, it's, um, it's uh, our daughter's birthday today. Philippa, she turns, um, she turns four. Um, but we haven't told her, and she doesn't know the exact date at this point in time. So when I get back into the United Kingdom on the um, on the sixth, we're going to be celebrating her birthday on the seventh. I tell you, I've had success at Olympic Games and all around the world. Having children is one of the most special moments of my life, and it's not until you have children that you can actually acknowledge and experience that. And it's so special. We've got um, Stephanie and I, we have Philippa, who is four. Oscar's going to turn two at the end of August. Philippa sent me a message to um, 48 hours ago, 36 hours ago, saying, Daddy, 
I, you were really, really good yesterday on the cross country, and I want you to bring home another medal. And so that's something that really, really drives you. You can't beat it. Good on you. Hey, mate, congratulations. Fantastic. Uh, you have created headlines back here in Australia uh, as part of what has been a really great games for Australia in a really difficult time for the world, these COVID uh, crazy world that we live in right now. But congratulations to you, mate. We look forward to seeing what you produce over the next dozen years. And hopefully, if I'm still around, I'll I'll see you in Brisbane. Fantastic. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Andrew Hoy, who picked up a couple of medals. He's our oldest Olympic medalist, 62 years of age. But what's age when you're as good as him? This is SENWA's coverage of the Tokyo Games. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.